I'm doing something a little different on the podcast today. I'm sharing a replay of a training I did recently for my online community around how to use storytelling specifically for the digital age. I thought this content was just too good not to share over here on the podcast too, because let's face it, figuring out how to communicate and reach people today means we must understand the digital landscape. And learning to share your story in a way that translates in the digital space is very important. I can tell you with certainty that storytelling will be your secret weapon if you utilize the tips I'm sharing with you today. So with that, here's my special training on how to use storytelling in the digital age. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Light Beamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Light Beamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. Hello, 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 everybody. I hope today is off to a great start for you guys. I'm excited to hop in here today to talk about how to use storytelling for the digital age, because storytelling in our digital age is quite different than I think what a lot of people think of as storytelling. And so I wanted to share with you today some real practical, useful tips that you can use both just implement right away and also use them to examine maybe what you're doing um, right or wrong or how you can make some adjustments to um, you know, increase your effectiveness of storytelling uh, in this digital age. So what we're going to talk about today, number one, is I want to talk about what are some good characteristics of a good storyteller? Because I think a lot of people think of storytelling and they think, oh, I'm not a good storyteller. I'm not a good writer. I'm not a good speaker. So therefore, I'm not a good storyteller. And we're going to debunk that today because the characteristics of a good storyteller, every single one of you have inside of you. Okay. And it's just about sharpening the skill. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. We're also going to talk about how how you don't want to approach storytelling in the digital age. Okay. I think that, um, again, we're going to debunk a few things. There's some common mistakes that I see people make, um, especially when we talk about what we're talking about in the digital age is obviously anything on the internet. We're talking about social media. We're talking about communicating with your audience in email. We're talking about video conferencing, right? Like we're all still doing a ton of Zoom calls and things like that. So it's really about understanding how to communicate digitally with people. 
versus communicating with them face-to-face or sort of old school way of doing things. So face-to-face is always still great. We love that. But what I'm going to share with you today is really how to take that face-to-face interaction and bring it into the online space. And I like to call this as like the living room modality. Oprah Winfrey made this just, she was the queen of this, right? Think about when she had the Oprah Winfrey show and she had everybody sitting on a couch or like a big fluffy comfy chair, right? Because she innately knew that her audience at home, they were a digital audience because they were watching through a digital platform. And so she wanted to infuse this idea of we're just sitting in my living room We're just hanging out and being friends, right? And that's exactly what you want to communicate um, to your audience as well. So I'm going to share some ways that you can really create that digital uh, living room modality in your own communications. It's so important, you guys. It's so important. And if you aren't using these tools, if you aren't really focusing on storytelling, and if you aren't implementing a storytelling plan, I want you to change that today. I want you to start giving this more credit and more of your focus because it will absolutely transform the way that you engage with an audience and a way that an audience responds to you. And if you are in business or you are trying to build a platform on a certain message or you are in any sort of mission work or ministry work, then you need to pay attention to storytelling and you need to start using it in a really powerful and effective way. And you need to be focusing on it. Okay. So it's so important. The other thing I'm going to be sharing with you today is just five simple ways to really include and infuse more storytelling into your work. And so, um, What I think you're going to be surprised about is that what I'm going to share with you today is actually just really simple. It's maybe even stuff that you've heard me talk about before. Um, And I hope that it is something that you've heard me talk about before, because as I always say, your message really should not ever change, right? You just need to get louder sharing it. First thing I want to talk about are the really great characteristics of a good storyteller. And as I said, you don't have to be a great writer. You don't have to be a public speaker or a great orator to be able to communicate effectively online and attract an audience using great storytelling skills. And the very first thing that you want to do is, well, these go hand in hand. I don't want to say they're the very first thing, but they really do. The three that I'm going to share with you, they really do go hand in hand. So um, I'm going to start with the second one, actually, that I had in mind. The first thing that a good storyteller is going to do in the digital age is they are going to actively engage their audience. Now, how do you do that? It's really simple, you guys. You have to actually get online. And we're going to talk a lot about social media, but this definitely applies to email. It applies to um, video conferencing. And so you want to be the first to ask a good question. A storyteller is going to probe and they're going to ask questions. So if you get on a video conferencing call, don't just sit there like a bump on the log and waiting for someone else to engage you. You engage them. A good storyteller is going to actively engage their audience. They're not going to sit around and wait. They're going to open their mouth and ask a great question. So you can do this on social media. You can do this in your emails and you can certainly do this when you do gather digitally um, on like a video conference 
conferencing call like Zoom or something like that. Okay, the second thing a, the, a good storyteller is going to do is they are going to listen. So once you ask those questions, you're not going to tune that person out. You're actually going to listen to their response. This is active listening. Active listening is so much deeper than just listening to the response. You're listening to what they may not be saying, okay? So active listening is really engaging in the conversation and then paying attention. You're also paying attention to when sideline conversations are happening. I'm gonna give you an example of this. Maybe um, a lot of you guys in the, in the Light Beamers community know we do our Storytelling Mondays and we do our Wednesday Lives. Those are our two big days in the community where you have an opportunity to practice your storytelling. I am always reading those comments. I'm reading the post and then I'm reading the comments because a lot of times other community members are commenting on someone else's post. Even though I may not even be saying a word, what I'm doing is I'm active listening in a digital way, right? And I'm paying attention to what both the, the person who posted their story is saying and I'm paying attention to what someone in the comments is saying. And I am listening for clues as to where that person might be on their journey so that I can get more information. It's so important. So you're actively listening, you're asking good questions. And then the third thing is then you are interacting. So you wanna make sure that you are actively engaged in the communication and creating a two-way street. And so you don't wanna just post something and then like share a story and then never come back and and respond to the comments, right? That's a big piece of being a great storyteller in the digital age is responding and in, in, in really interacting in that, in, that, in that conversation. You can definitely do this on email and certainly you can do this in your, in your video conferencing calls and things like that. So good, uh, you know, these are things that you can practice. These are things that you can hone. I want you to write those three things down. You need to be a great listener. You need to actively engage. So ask really great questions. And then you need to interact. You need to keep that line of community. It's like stoking a fire, right? You don't just put one log on and let the fire go out. No, you're going to keep that fire going by continuing to interact. All right. And again, this is something that is so simple, but I want you guys to rate yourself right now. Where are you on the scale? Are you a 10 at doing all three of those things? Are you a three, 10 being great, one being not so great? I would love to know just on those three characteristics of listening, actively engaging and interacting, where would you rate yourself? Because this is a good chance for you to take kind of a pulse of your own storytelling ability because you all have the ability, but it's how much are you, you know, infusing it? How much are you actually um, practicing that? Um, if you want someone to engage, you engage them. Yeah, I think that was a big one that a lot of people, um, especially a lot of my clients, when I start working with them, you know, they're like, I, it's like a, such a mystery how to get an audience to respond to you. And I'm like, well, are you going to them first? Or are you just waiting for them to respond? Are you just posting stuff and waiting for a reaction or actually going and on their channels first and actively engaging there? And I think that that's one thing that a lot of people don't think about is how to act, go actively engage first. And then you've earned the right to share your story because then others will actively be paying attention to you. So it's a two-way street always. Someone is saying a six, I love it. Thank you for the honesty. 
you would rate yourself a six. So obviously you've identified maybe a few areas of where you could improve and you could sharpen those skills, right? So how to be a great storyteller is really to examine the great characteristics of a storyteller and ask yourself if you are really focusing on those and implementing them. You're listening, you're actively engaging, and you're interacting, all right? I want to talk about what you don't want to do um, in terms of thinking of sharing your story. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to work on my big story, which we do a lot of that work here at Light Beamers, working on your story arc. And I'm going to go tell that story once, and then I'm never going to tell it again. And so telling it once and just only focusing on your big story is not really how you want to be a great storyteller in the digital age. All right. You really want to focus on being able to tell that story in small ways over and over and over again. We're going to talk about that in a minute. The other thing you don't want to do is that you don't want to just um, show up once and never show up again, right? Like you, you want to create consistency. We're definitely going to be talking about that also. The other thing that doesn't work is you trying to be perfect. I see so many people waiting to share their story because they're waiting for it to be perfect. Now, we do a lot of practicing of sharing your story and excavating your story in the Live Beamers community. But what I don't see a lot of, because trust me, I'm following you guys, I'm paying attention because I'm over there looking, right? Is I don't see you actively taking the practice sessions that you have inside of our group and then putting them on your channels. So you're waiting for it to be perfect, right? You're waiting for it to feel completely solid. Um, and that's just not going to get you anywhere. I know when I first started building Light Beamers and I took my business online in a digital platform, it was a whole new ball game for me too. The way I introduced myself became different. The way I had to show up was different. And the way I had to start telling my story was different. And for someone who's told other people's stories for a living, the focus on my story all of a sudden was foreign. It was almost foreign to me. Of course, I knew what to do but I actually had to start doing it, right? So I had to apply my own methodology to myself and I actually I had to start telling my story. And what I did do was I just started and it was messy and choppy, but I got it out there, right? I got it out there because I knew that the only way I was ever gonna get better was by doing it. I had to practice and I had to get feedback from other people. I had to see when would they was when would people respond? What pieces of my story were they mo most interested by? What did they want to learn from me? The more I shared my story, the more I got that information. And the more that information came to me, then I was able to produce, you know, products and services that actually would help them, right? But it started with sharing my story, you guys. It started with sharing my story. So it's not a one and done deal. It's not telling your story, you know, like I'm going to tell you my life story and then we're going to be done here. It's not about that at all. And it's not about being perfect. It is not those things. Okay. So hopefully that relieves the pressure. Like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to tell the gigantic life story and you get to just show up and be messy and just be consistent. Like I think the consistency thing is the hardest part for people. We're going to talk about why consistency is so hard in just a few minutes. Okay. Okay. 
So what we do want to talk about, though, is what does work, right? If we don't want to tell our big story and we don't want to just spray that out there and run, then what do you do? So these are five different ways that I want to share with you that you can start to infuse better storytelling into the way you show up online in the digital space, whether that be on your website, your social media platforms, emailing your clients and customers an email list, um, any of those things, right? You can start to infuse these types of stories into your way of communication. Now you're going to remember to apply the three characteristics of a good storyteller while doing these things. Okay. You're going to listen, you're going to engage, and you're going to interact. You're going to respond, right? You're going to keep stoking that fire. You're going to ask really great questions and you're going to do some great active listening while you are also infusing these types of um, methods. So the one is just use micro stories, okay? Like <laughs> this is all we really focus on inside the Light Beamers community. If you pay attention, right? Like we're doing the Storytelling Monday prompts and the Wednesday live prompts, they're just micro stories. They're just micro stories that you could go share with your audience. Um, you need to practice them and then you need to go share them, right? And so that's what we provide in this community for you. Now, there are endless story prompts and I'm full of them, trust me. Uh, members of our Visibility Accelerator know that I will never run out of a prompt for you to be able to share your story on um, any platform that you choose. I am full of micro stories and I am full of ideas on for you on how to use them and what they should be. So prompts, all kinds of things. But you just want to think about chomping your story down into bite-sized pieces, right? Like you're not telling the whole story. You're just telling a piece of it, okay? And you really want to remember that when you're telling your story, there, that you have to remember what's the point, right? You're not just aimlessly sharing your story. You're not just out there to share the story for the sake of recounting it. You're there to share the story because you really have figured out what the point of it is. And the point needs to be directed at your audience, right? It's not about you. It's about your audience. So infusing micro stories is going to allow you to be present more consistently, which we're going to talk about. But it also allows you to share your story sort of over and over and over and over again without sharing your story over and over and over again. Does that make sense? So these micro stories are incredibly important. So if you're not thinking in terms of micro stories, if you're just like, oh, my gosh, I got to tell my big story. And so that scares me to death. So therefore, I'm not doing any of it, which is where a lot of you are. Break it down into micro stories. So I have something called 365 days of story prompts. That is, um, you can get that. I'll tell you how, but um, you can get that. But that is like my whole point of it is, is that for literally an entire year, you would never run out of stories to tell your audience. Can you imagine what it would look like for you in one year from now if you committed to being a great storyteller in front of your audience using the digital tools that are available to you today, most of which are free? Can you imagine what would happen how your life and your business would be transformed if you committed to that practice. Just imagine that for one second. If I got online every day and shared a little story, just a little story and engaged with my audience and like did the active listening and I did the interacting and I did all those things, hmm, what might happen to my business and to my life in a year from now? 
in 365 days. Trust me, it won't take 365 days for you to see the impact of that. It will dramatically change everything about how you communicate with an audience, about how you perceive your own story, the confidence that you gain in yourself, and also really beautiful magic can unfold, obviously, by creating impact in the world, impacting other people, drawing people to you, clients, customers, obviously doing business together, your business will explode, unbelievable things would happen. And it can all start just by using micro stories, right? Another way you can share your story and infuse storytelling into what you're doing is utilizing behind the scenes. Like it's really, really fun for an audience to, for you to peel back the curtain a little bit and show them behind the scenes. And sometimes the behind the scenes is messy, right? Because behind the scenes is really where the grunt work is done. And so this goes back to my point about you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be real. You have to be like, you know, what we want to create with storytelling is create this safe container where your audience feels seen, heard, and, and, and respected, really. And so you showing up and saying, hey, I'm going to show you this, even though it's like not done, or it's behind the scenes, and it's kind of messy, you're saying to your audience that you trust them, that you trust them, and that they are like the way you see them is that you respect their opinion, you respect their presence, right? And the more you do that, the more your audience is going to feel also seen and heard. You're going to share your stories and you're going to share behind the scenes. And so this is another, you know, way that you can start to infuse that, that living room mentality with your audience because you have to treat your audience like a friend. So if you're just showing up all the time being polished and perfect and professional and all those things, that is not storytelling for the digital age. You have to peel back the curtain and be real. Show vulnerability. Be real with your audience. Another great thing is sharing client success stories. I want you guys to know that when we looked at our data at Lightbeamers, our best performing content is when we are featuring other women, when we are telling their stories, right? Which we do a lot of that at Light Beamers. We are always featuring our clients. We're telling client success stories. We dedicate an entire um, blog and a lot of times my podcast on the inside story to member highlights. Um, so we're featuring members of our Visibility Accelerator. We're featuring our clients. We're telling their success stories. We are sharing them, our, their stories with all of our audience. And I will tell you, when we look at the data, that's our best performing content. Because other people want to hear other people's stories. We learn by hearing other people's stories, by watching other people's stories, by reading other people's stories, right? So how could you do that? Well, you could start by sharing client success stories, sharing the stories of transformation. It's not your story, it's their story. But what happens when you do that is number one, you're celebrating your clients and that feels really, really good. And you're also, as a byproduct of that, you're sharing your story because what you're telling your audience is like, look, this, this work that I do, these products that I have, whatever it may be, they're really effective and so effective. Look at this client success story. So you're inadvertently telling your story and getting to tell the story of your brand um, in the process. So it's another really, really great way to share um, stories, right? Weaving in those client success stories. Okay, another one, and you guys, you, you, you know I'm going to say this at some point, 
is that you have to be on video. You just have to be on video. It's non-negotiable anymore. It is non-negotiable in the digital age for you to not have a video storytelling plan. It is non-negotiable. You will get left behind, you will be insignificant, and you will not be able to cut through the noise. And I don't want that for you, for you because so many of you have incredible products and services and messages and mission work to get out into the world. But if you are still not embracing video in any way, shape or form, and like it, you have to do it in multiple forms, and I'm going to talk about that, but you have to embrace it. This is the number one reason why we offer uh, Wednesday Live inside of our Live Beamers community. If you are not utilizing Wednesday Live prompts inside our community, I, I, I want you to start now, like tomorrow, okay? <laughs> tomorrow is your day. You have to start. And there's, we create that safe place for you to get comfortable so that you can go out and start to utilize the very powerful tool of video. The reason why video is so important in the digital age is once again, your audience wants to get a sense of you before they decide to work with you or buy from you or, or support your mission work or ministry, whatever you're doing, right? It's really important that they get a sense of who you are because it's so accessible these days. There's so many brands doing it that you won't be able to compete if you are also not doing it, right? You have to be be extremely visible and you have to be on video. And so you need to be doing things like this, Facebook Lives. You need to be doing Instagram Stories, Instagram Reels, sharing videos on your IGTV. You need to be seen on video. People need to hear your voice. They need to hear what you sound like. They need to see your pretty face. They need to... Um, just get a sense of your personality, right? Like this is how people begin to make assessments of how they can feel like they can know and like you and trust you is through those, through a digital platform, right? Is to feel like you are sitting on their couch, right? We're bringing back that living room mentality. They need to feel like you're just right across the table from them at a coffee shop. They need to feel like you are their friend, right? So the best way to do that is for you to show up and start talking to your audience as if they're real people, because they are. I have a client right now that I'm working with. And when we first started working together, she just, I mean, you know, just getting on video and getting, getting, going live on Facebook, which is like, she, she's like, I'd rather poke out my eyes. Like there's nothing I'd rather do less than that, you know? And I'm like, but do you want to reach an audience? Do you want to help women? Yes, yes, yes. Then this is the gap that you must stand in. If you want to serve people and you want to get your mes message and your mission out there so that it can help people, so that it can solve problems, so that it can transform their lives, then you have to stand in the gap of where, where you may not be filling right now. And for a lot of people, it's on video. But when we started working together, one of the things I told her, I said, um, what, what do you think about when you get on video and you think about doing a Facebook Live? And she's just like, I think those people aren't real. And I said, well, that's what we have to change. We have to get you thinking about the, the fact that, you know, I'm on the other side of that camera watching you. I'm a real person. Do you think I'm a real person? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm watching your channel. 
So, I mean, speak to me if that makes it feel better. Speak to your best friend. I say this all the time. You have to start treating your digital audience as if they are a best friend, even though you do not know them. They live in faraway places, but you're missing out on the impact of what getting being visible and using video can have for you and your business and your life if you're not utilizing it. So you have to start incorporating video. The other one is you have to be super consistent. So one thing about video and one thing about consistency, the number one reason why most people don't use video that I have found, because I, when I talk to many of you guys, this is what I hear. The number one reason people don't embrace video is because they don't like how they look or how they look or how they sound on camera. And so you are making it all about you in that instance, and you are not letting the vision of what you can do and what you're here, who you're here to help. You're not, you're not focusing on that. It's like my client, I had to get her focusing on, well, do you want to help people? Do you want them to have your message? Do you want to see their lives transformed? And she's like, yes, I want that really bad. And I'm like, then we got to do some Facebook lives, right? And so you have to separate yourself because this is not about you. And you're being self-critical when it's not necessary. And being self-critical is getting in the way of you having success and having growth and having impact and being able to see the benefits of video once you start doing it. The number one reason people aren't consistent, right? The number one reason they're not being super consistent is really, there's two reasons. It's number one, you either, the first reason is you either lack self-confidence, so you're not, you just don't believe in yourself in some way. You've got the story that you're not good enough, that, you know, you'll do all this work and it won't matter, um, that you don't know what you're doing, that you have imposter syndrome, like, oh, you know, why would anyone listen to me? Like, that's a lot of chatter around lack of self-confidence that's keeping you from being consistent. It's keeping you from showing up and being visible or, or, and in some cases, um, the other reason people are often very inconsistent in their visibility is because they lack clarity. They lack clarity around who are they here to talk to and how could they help them. So again, going back to that vision of like, who are you talking to and how can you help them can get you being much more visible and being much more consistent when you really tap into that. But if you don't know who that is, if you're really unclear about who your audience is, who your ideal audience is, and how you serve them or how you could possibly you know, help them in any kind of way, then it's going to be hard for you to be visible, right? It's gonna be hard to be super consistent. So you really need to analyze for yourself, are you not being visible on video and are you not being consistent in doing that for any of those reasons? And if those reasons are coming up for you, then that's an area that you definitely want to work on because you can't be a great storyteller and you can't go and have the impact that you want to have unless you start working on these things, right? Where is your gap? Where is your gap? What is one thing that you can incorporate today or you can start working on or that you can practice to get better at, get those skills sharpened. I always say storytelling is absolutely a skill. Anyone can learn it. And especially in the digital age, I think it's 
I think personally it's refreshing because like I said, at the very beginning of this, you don't have to be a brilliant writer. You don't have to be the perfect orator or public speaker. Lord knows I am not. I am not the best public speaker. I'm not the best orator. I stumble over my words. I use a ton of filler words. I know they're there. You know, like it's all there. I know that. And guess what? It does not stop me because I'm attached to who I'm trying to serve and the message I'm trying to deliver. I'm very attached to that. I'm not attached to my perfection. I'm not attached to what I look and sound like. Um, I'm just not attached to those things. And so it is. A, it allows me and and I'm able to just show up, you know, unabashedly sharing my message very consistently on a regular basis using video and sharing all my stories and all the ways that I shared with you earlier. And therefore, I now have the business and impact of my dreams. And I don't, I know without a shadow of doubt, I don't think I would have been able to create that on my own. And I, and I hadn't, I hadn't created that on my own for, you know, 20 years of doing this work. I had never created that level of success before until I started embracing the digital, the digital audience, because you can exponentially grow your, your, your platforms, your business, your reach, all of those things by using the digital technology that's available to us today. You know, email communications, digital communications, social media. Social media is a big one, right? Because I've been able to reach people in countries that I don't even know how to pronounce, basically. So, you know, it, it like it has expanded, like it has expanded my business to a level that is just mind-blowing sometimes when I really stop and think about it. Um and I would have never been able to create that had I not embraced this digital world that we live in. And I've not taken these storytelling techniques that I've been implementing and using and helping other people with for 20 years if I had not applied them to my own business as I built Light Beamers online. And all of this is available to you too. All of this is available to you too, but you have to identify where your gaps are. You have to identify areas that you can improve, and then you have to actively engage in the process of implementing a plan, right? And that's what I said at the beginning of this. I really want to share this video with you guys today because I want you to start to build a plan of action for yourself that includes these things that I shared with you today. Oh, Eva, I just now saw your comment that you rate yourself as a one. I'm assuming that is on video, right? Rating yourself as a one. So there's a lot of room for growth there, right? And so Eva, for someone like you who rates yourself as a one, you don't have to go to 10 tomorrow, okay? Like, just remember that, that this growth is a work in progress. And so to begin implementing video, you know, you might set an initial goal to get to like a three or a four or a five, right? Like, let's just ramp it up a little bit. So it might be like, okay, I'm going to do a Facebook live for the first time ever in my life, right? That would might be someone who's at a one. And then you would just take that step and you could come in and join us tomorrow for Wednesday live. And it'd be a great place for you to land. Um, you might just say, okay, I'm going to pick up my phone today and I'm going to record an Instagram story and, just going to put it out there. It's going to be messy. It's not going to be perfect. I don't even know how to use all those things on the phone. Like that might be what it sounds like for someone who's at a one, but you just do it, right? You just get started. And the more you do it and the more you practice, 
the more your number will go up and you will be able to rate yourself like a seven and an eight and a nine. I don't rate myself a 10 myself on video. I there's I just had this whole conversation with my team yesterday. I'm like, you know, there's like so much more that I could be doing. And I've identified the gaps in, in my own business, right? So, you know, I, if you're at a 10, I would really get you to question that because there's always room for growth. And um, there's always a way for you to play into the next realm, but you want to get your foundation solid before you even try to go there, right? So you have to baby step your way there. So thank you for sharing, sharing that where you are. You know, I live, eat, and breathe this stuff, and I want to share it with you to make your your process and your your um, ability to communicate online and to attract a really super juicy audience, like they're your favorite people on earth. Um, you know who they are because you've adopted that living room mentality. Um, you, you can, you know them by name, you know what their lives are like because you've actively engaged with them in conversation and using really powerful stories as a tool. I know this works and I want it for you too. I think we get really caught up in a lot of complicated strategies and tactics. And the thing that I have always found refreshing about using storytelling as my secret weapon is how easy it is. It's not complicated. It's really just being focused and strategic in the way I show up and making sure I keep storytelling at the front, at the forefront of everything is so helpful. The other thing I wanted to share with you, um, some of the things that I have beyond the Light Beamers community, beyond our Storytelling Mondays and beyond our Wednesday Lives, if you're ready to take it to the next level, I have tools for you like recorded story prompts that teach you different ways that you could be out communicating with your audience over and over again by letting me teach you these specific story prompts. I have um, the 365 Days of Story Prompts, which is a tool and a resource that I give all my clients. And you can start to get all of those by joining us inside our VIP community, which is the Visibility Accelerator. It's a membership where we do, um, I have all of these story prompts available for you so that you would never run out of story prompts or stories to share with your audience. You will have them for a, like a long time, right? You could really build out a whole strategy for a year using them. Plus our recorded uh, video prompts that I have in the actual library of that membership. Um, and as someone that's been a member for quite a while, um, in that community just last week, she was just like, holy cow, I just stumbled across the story prompts. I'm not sure where she had been because those have been there a long time. But she just was like, this, this is gold, you know, and she was so excited. But the story prompts are really, really uh, valuable. We also have um, ongoing monthly coaching calls and we have ongoing trainings. So we have a training, a masterclass coming up on Instagram Reels, right? Because we're all incorporating more video and we're utilizing the tools that are available to us to expand our reach and expand our mission, expand our businesses. And so we're always bringing in bonus trainings like that to make sure we we feed that audience really, really good information so that they can utilize that in their business. So that is the visibility accelerator. There's a lot more that goes into it, but that's the highlights. So just comment accelerator if you would like information on that and I can shoot it over to you or you can send me a private message. All right, you guys, I'm going to sign off for now. I hope you guys found this helpful. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. Remember, tomorrow is Wednesday Live, so it's a great day for you to come in and get your prompt and get practicing in this community. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.